this is the How Harmful is Harper podcast with Devin, Connor, and Quinn at Apex Friendship High School. It is Monday, May 3rd, 2021 at 11.02. We are on the third and a half floor in the Northwestern stairwell. Um, so HARPA stands for Health Advanced Research Projects Agency, which is brought to us by the Suzanne Wright Foundation Initiative. And originally, the Suzanne Wright Foundation Initiative focused on pancreatic cancer patients, of which 91% of patients die. And this brought about research into the 9,000 known diseases that, um, that we are aware of, and we only have cures and treatments for 500 of them. And as quoted on the website, America must and can be better. And we have billions of taxpayer-funded research that is not going to patients. So this federal investment is the fastest, most efficient way to de-risk the marketplace as described from the Hartford website. It says to, that it will disrupt the health technology sector and drive meaningful innovation that will save millions of lives and billions of dollars by not stagnated, but incremental donations of money and researchers and time into specific task-oriented procedures. And next, I'd like to leave us off on a quote from Frankenstein, uh, from the monster himself. And he says, if I cannot inspire love, I will cause fear. And today, what we're going to address is how this fear is used throughout this policy from HARPA uh, and the implications of it. And so going into the next part of the podcast, we would like to discuss uh, the arguments for and against this proposal. So yeah, um, while looking at this uh, proposal, basically, um, Harpa Safe Home is proposed uh, by the Trump administration, and they're looking for um, some kind of cure—not cure, but like um, way to assist mental yeah, health issues. Yeah, yeah, S- some kind of uh, way to assist. Yeah, they're—they're <laughs> um, they're going to basically track. Uh, people with mental health issues through fitness trackers, social media postings, um, their smartphones to try to gather data on possible, um, I guess, possible threats. And outbreaks of mental health and violence. Um, So going off of that, the Trump Organization actually believes this technology and proposal is able to assist Uh, a vulnerable population in the mental health community and will help keep crime rates lower um, from those with mental disabilities. And it deserves mentioning that very few pilot programs are ever perfectly honed, especially in the strategy phase before they even see the pragmatic solutions because they haven't even witnessed the problems yet. All they know is that they need funding and there is an issue that needs to be addressed and they are proposing this way to do so. And next, going into arguments against this proposal, is one thing that's very important to note is mental health professionals are strongly against this proposal as they see it as damaging to individuals with mental health illnesses, sorry, uh, and the stigma that surrounds it socially. Um, And so I'd like to include a quote from a mental health professional named Marissa Rendazzo, uh, and she said that the proposal is based on false premise and mental health illness is directly linked to mass shootings. She also said, everything we know from research tells us it's a weak link at best. And so with this in mind, she's a mental health uh, professional, and she's also the CEO of a threat assessment company called Sigma. And just with this in mind, we can uh, observe that mental health professionals are actually against this policy themselves. 
Yeah, so uh, while reading through a couple of sources, um, I found some interesting um, questions, you could say, um, regarding data collection, who would be, who would have ownership of the data that are being collected, and what kind of um, protection is afforded to those. Excuse the bell. Is it always that long? Um, Yeah, what kind of protection is afforded to those who are, like, being watched? And, uh, you know, what... I forgot what I was saying. No, 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 that makes perfect (laughs) sense. And something interesting is that the website um, repeatedly talks about how Parkrow will innovate to put patients first, and it will also say that the information collected will be um, public domain, but... The information that needs to be collected will be locations and dates and times and residencies, and it'll basically put people with mental illness on a watch list. And there, there are a lot of cases with different lists, you know, for different types of people, for different types of offenders, that you can just look up online, and then it completely affects how they live their life and how they are perceived by others, and can severely diminish the capacity for, for friendship or for any human connection. And then, not all mental health issues can be categorized or dealt with in the same ways. And there's, there's no structure for the variegation of different types of mental illness and what threshold or markers need to be met in order to be enrolled into this pilot program. And would it even be voluntary? Is it, yes, I would like to make my country safer by letting you monitor me? Or is it something we force people into, which would be very interesting because that's not generally um, something that Republican lawmakers look to do to take away um, personal freedoms um, unless it's right, um, about bodily autonomy. But it's very specific subsets that people like to pick and choose. And another thing we can observe here is that while we can't generalize all mental health illnesses, we can somewhat to a degree generalize how this will cause fear among this uh, vulnerable population. We can, we can say that this policy would potentially affect uh, these individuals more than anyone else because it would instill a sense of fear in our country um, and just the ability of our government to watch um, vulnerably or vulnerable people. And so going into the next important part of this story, of, of this proposal, we should definitely address the political bias versus the reality. And so the one thing that I noticed that stuck out right away is there was an abundance of opinion columns on this. And so this affects the Harpa and Safe Home proposal and the fact that you can't really find uh, many facts that were readily available when this uh, proposal was first reaching the ground. And so with this in mind, many articles were emotional, and this topic brings up many concerns. It is an emotional topic as well, so that is certainly something to keep in mind. Uh, There are also, I also have a quote, and so it says, So there may be disagreements surrounding how HARPA should be run, but the creation of the agency itself doesn't appear unsound. Uh, According to the Washington Post, former Vice President Joe Biden also supports the creation of HARPA. And this is from the Hofstra Chronicle, which is a very scholarly institution. And so addressing this kind of bipartisan argument really helps show us that this is not uh, a partisan argument. Mental health is not a partisan argument, nor is creating an organization or um, in just an area where we can pay attention to those with mental health uh, issues.
And another thing that's really interesting is Harpa itself isn't even on the agenda for the left, which is where we see um, an abundance of the articles. But um, the safe home sub-proposal is widely not supported, um, which is only one of several initiatives that um, would come about from Harpa, which would be modeled, modeled after the very popular DARPA. Um, and then there's very, we found very little opinion from the right itself. I think we found maybe two articles that even talked about it, whether it was positive or negative. And lastly, as for the logistical parts of this policy and agency being enacted into, or enacted, uh, this has to be approved from Congress first. This is not something up to the executive agency. Uh, they merely cannot do anything. They just have to get the approval from Congress itself. And another thing to keep in mind where a lot of legislature, le legislators are arguing is that whether or not this violates the Fourth Amendment or not. And so lastly, I think we should wrap this up with going into some of our thoughts. And so as for myself, well, I think it might be a good idea for a government agency like HARPA to address unique mental health situations. The safe home proposal violates the Fourth Amendment. Safe home could certainly be classified as an unnecessary search or seizure on property, and I do not think HARPA is actually a bipartisan idea, or I do think HARPA is a bipartisan idea, pardon me, and I think that the whole situation was blown out of proportion by the media and columnists specifically. If we have reached a solution in the potential HARPA agency that did not involve tracking, I think that would have really been a successful bipartisan solution. Yeah, I don't really think that, uh, based on the uh, research, I don't really think that HARPA, the HARPA Safe Home Proposal, could be in any way um, effective at diminishing um, uh, gun violence due to mental health issues, um, simply because of the Fourth Amendment and the freedoms that are protected by um, the people and because, because there are freedoms afforded to those um, and protected against things that are specifically stated and specifically designed for the Harpa Safe Home proposal to do. Um, I think the website is definitely indicative of the Harpa proposal as a whole. It's very, very basic, very lackluster in um, actual information and the blueprint itself looks like it, it was drawn with crayons and there's nothing here that would assuage my fear about us tracking and monitoring people and I think a lot of people focus on the safe home proposal um, as, as especially unethical and fearful because HARPA itself hasn't um, disclosed really any of other of its programs that wouldn't already be covered by DARPA itself and it, it talks a lot about its self-similarities to DARPA, um, and it begs the question, is HARPA even necessary if, if the safe home, which is like its, its main draw, isn't even being used? But I think HARPA could have merit if, if we focused on the mental health part of it and took away from the tracking and the gun violence, but I definitely think there's no merit to the safe home proposal. Well, you have it there. That is our podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you have a great day. Bye.